Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. In the field of tracking and reporting on internet activity, there's no more prominent name than Comscore. It was founded in 1999 to track and report on e-commerce activity, and since then it has diversified to track online advertising, socializing, searching, and much more. It's now a publicly traded company too, and his director of industry analysis is Andrew Lipsman, who tells us how it is that Comscore knows all of that information. Well, Andrew, thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me. Sure. Andrew, what is Comscore? Comscore is a digital market intelligence provider, and we measure digital activity across the Internet and across the mobile landscape. And we provide that information for our 1,200 clients who use it to optimize their digital performance. So you mentioned uh, uh, research on Internet activity. I've been reading your press releases. Uh, They're they're very interesting. On October 31st, I believe there was a release that, that... where you cited that global search was now at 100 million, 100 billion, pardon me, searches per month. On August 10th, the press release said that second quarter of 2009 e-commerce sales were down. A constant stream of press releases, all of which I find interesting to read. My question is, how does Comscore know all this? Well, Comscore's information is fundamentally derived from a global panel of 2 million people who are under measurement. And they opt into our panel and download a piece of software that allows us to understand uh, all of their digital behavior in an anonymous way. So we're only concerned with understanding what their consumer behaviors are, not who the individual person is. So that we're always respecting their privacy. How do you find those 2 million people? Well, we recruit very broadly across the web um, across all sorts of sites and we use a variety of different incentives that will appeal to different people so in uh, one incentive we offer is that we will uh, plant a tree in a third world country for every month that a person is in our panel we also offer a variety of other web related incentives um, like games and screen savers data storage and so the purpose of, of recruiting that way is so that we truly offer something that's for everybody. And as a result, we're able to attract people of every different 
demographic composition. And then based on this large sample that we get, we're able to project the behavior of the people in our sample to the larger Internet audience. In, in addition to the incentives that you just mentioned, do you pay them? We don't pay them. It, it's it's an exchange of, of the nominal incentive um, for uh, them providing the information for market research purposes. Why why is it two million? Why not ten million or two hundred million or two thousand? Well, I think that uh, first off, many samples in in the industry are based off. Uh, many fewer people. For example, the Nielsen TV ratings, I believe, is somewhere in the range of 10,000 people. Um, and, and you can report on broader behavior from much smaller samples, but the beauty of being able to recruit online is that you can actually get a significantly larger sample of people, which enables the reporting of many different behaviors at a higher level of granularity. So, uh, we're constantly building out our sample, especially globally. Right now we have about 1 million people in the U.S. and another million people worldwide. And uh, our sample will continue to get bigger, and that will give us more capabilities for reporting in those other countries. Um, but there's always a balance of uh, the cost associated with having a panel and, and the level of information that you need. Andrew, you had told me, uh, you had mentioned to me, pardon me, earlier that when Comscore was founded almost 10 years ago now, it was focused on e-commerce tracking, I believe is what, is what you told me or I read. Uh, right. So the company has a particular history and expertise, expertise in e-commerce. Tell us what is the trend in e-commerce in your view? What will it look like in five years, say? Sure. Well, well Comscore to date is the only con company that tracks e-commerce, and we were actually founded uh, – to be a market research company that could track and, and report on this emerging behavior. It's also part of the reason why our panel is so big. Um, in the early days of the Internet, the number of people who actually purchased online was so small that it required a really big sample in order to be able to project that behavior to the total Internet population. Um, now, e-commerce is a significantly bigger activity than, than where it was uh, 10 years ago. Um, and, and so with each year as e-commerce grows, we continue to see um, that we have the ability to look at uh, much more granular detail in that space. Do you see e-commerce continuing to grow? Yes. I, I think that we historically in the past several years have seen growth rates in the 20 to 25 percent range annually. Uh, within the past year or so, those uh, growth rates have curtailed significantly due to the broader economic environment. So all of retail spending is hurting, um, as is e-commerce, but e-commerce is, is doing comparatively better to bricks-and-mortar retail business. Uh, now, what's underlying the, the current trend, which is the, the growth rates have gone from being up about 20% to roughly flat, what's underlying that is is actually an increase in the number of online buyers, but the average person is spending less per buyer. Mm. So, so the broader economic environment is depressing how much the average person is willing to spend online. But what's important to know is that the fact that the number of buyers is increasing tells us that this is still very much a growth channel. And as the economy rebounds, we can expect growth rates 
in this channel to continue. Maybe not at, at the 20% range that we've been seeing, but uh, double digits is, is certainly well within the realm of possibility. Tell us a little bit about your company, Comscore. When was it founded? Who owns it? Tell us how it makes its money. Well, Comscore was founded in 1999. We're actually at our 10-year uh, anniversary right now. Um, it's a publicly traded company that is um, not owned by any larger conglomerate. Um, and our money is uh, made through doing independent consulting projects for companies and as well as through uh, our variety of subscription services that we offer. Tell us a range of services that you provide for your clients. For our listeners, just give our listeners an idea of what your clients receive when they subscribe. I, I realize it's larger companies predominantly that subscribe to your services, but what do they get for that? Right. So we offer a, a range of subscription services, and these services, our flagship service is, is known as Media Metrics, and that monitors website visitation across the web. We also have Video Metrics, which monitors video usage and video consumption. We have um, QSearch, which looks at the actual search behavior. We have Ad Metrics, which man monitors um, online display advertising from both the publisher and advertiser viewpoint, and a, a range of other services. So, so basically, all these different services um, are the, the different important behaviors that are occurring online um, that, that you know businesses are really founded on. And when our clients subscribe to the service, they are given uh, logins to an interface in which they're able to pull the information for a given service across a whole variety of metrics. So, for example, with media metrics, if they wanted to see how many people were visiting Facebook in a month, they could see how many unique visitors, they could see how many total page views, they could see um, per-person metrics, like how many visits per visitor, and uh, through all these different metrics, they can get a, a really nice rounded out picture of what that specific behavior looks like for a given site or entity. Our listeners, uh, of course, Andrew, are smaller e-commerce merchants for the most part. Anything else on your mind for them today as it relates to Comscore or e-commerce in general? Yeah, I, I would say that it, right now it, it's definitely a tougher environment for retailers, but being online is the place to be, and as I said before, it's certainly the growth channel for retail, and um, the underlying trends uh, in terms of the number of people who are still coming online to buy uh, is, is very positive. So I think there definitely will be brighter days. Another word of advice that I would have is that within the industry, there's been a long-held obsession with using clicks to measure performance, especially among retailers especially those who, say, advertise on Google. Um, and clicks are very important when it comes to search marketing, but for those e-commerce merchants who also engage in display advertising online, my, my advice would be to think about investing a little bit more in that because the brand value is very strong and, and has ways of driving uh, commerce activity in a, a either immediately or latent and also both online and offline for some of the retailers who, who may also be offline merchants. So, so online advertising really gives the, the best bang for your buck 
and, and it's something that, that most merchants should be looking at and exploring uh, ways of optimizing their, their online campaigns. Not only, it sounds like you're saying not only pay-per-click, but also general branding. Exactly. And, and you know, one, one piece of advice actually that, that can be particularly helpful is that there are cases where you can pay for display ads on a cost-per-click basis, so you only pay on the click-through. So if I'm a, a, an online merchant, it's in my best interest to do a CPC campaign where I have a branding ad because I can get all the free branded exposures without ever driving a click. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, Andrew Lipsman, the Director of Industry Analysis for Comscore, and that's comscore.com if our listeners aren't familiar with that. Andrew, I want to thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.